Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode 25th, November 2020. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. This week's news, Facebook's egg e.gg collage maker is out to some. Uh, Google, Facebook and Twitter threatens to leave Pakistan. Snapchat ramps up TikTok challenge with new acquisitions. YouTube will serve ads on YouTube, not on videos, not in their partner program. Back to the stories. Facebook's egg e.gg collage maker is out to some. Facebook's NPE team has released a collage maker called e.gg. We'll just call it egg from now on, um, which is out to everyone, but not in all markets. Uh, at the time of reporting, Malaysia, sadly, but not surprisingly, does not have it yet. Uh, on the surface, egg isn't special by any means. It's as much a collage maker as any other you get in the Play Store or App Store, but there is more. You can use GIFs or GIFs from Giphy or Jiffy, which is owned by Facebook, just been acquired. Um, you can also create a URL for others to view your creation without using any app. So let's say you create a collage. They don't need to be in the egg platform in order to view your, your products. You can just create a URL and then it goes external and other people can see it as well, which means that you can possibly um, post them essentially anywhere. You can put them in Messenger, you can put them in WhatsApp, you can put them in your emails, right? So it is a lot more, um, less controlled, less proprietary, and a lot more uh, shareable than before. Um, and there is actually even a social layer where you can browse other people's eggs and reuse them with attribution. Well, I I don't know what our contents created by eggs called, but let's just call them eggs. Um, so you can actually, you go to the app itself, if you can access the app, you can view other people's eggs or creations, and then you can reuse them with attribution in a sense, like how you share an Instagram story where you have this um, shared, like some other, you, you kind of attribute the uh, original content creators someone else but then you can share it and reuse them um it's quite interesting i do hope that we get a sample of this um here so that i can try it out and see how uh what to make of it uh, even as a collage maker itself it's nice because i i know there are a lot of collage makers out there you you know pull up the app store and you can you just look at collage maker and you can find a ton of them but all of them have ads, all of them are a bit sneaky here and there. And Facebook for all its um for all its 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 tracking services and everything like that, we know Facebook for what it is, right? It is bad for what it is. And it's it doesn't make it worse or, or makes it even riskier if you use one additional Facebook app because they already have everything we they there is to know about us anyway, right? So yeah. I would love to try it out and see what we can do with it. Google, Facebook and Twitter threatens to leave Pakistan. According to an article by TechCrunch, Pakistan Prime Minister last week granted Pakistan Telecommunication Authority the power to remove and block digital content that pose, quote, harms, intimidates or excites disaffection towards the government. This actually happened once earlier this year, which we talked about. TikTok actually, they banned TikTok and then the rest of them actually wanted to 
the rest of the social media actually wanted to move out. Um, and it led to the social media companies stating that they would leave the country. They threatened to leave. After that, the nation promised an extensive consultation process with civil societies and tech companies, which never happened. Uh, now they are trying to do this again. Uh, they want to, I guess, um, control free speech in the masking it to say that it is harmful for the people, but actually it's not. It's just freedom of speech. And in my opinion, at this age, governments cannot simply shut down what they don't like to see and get away with it. Um, there needs to be a different approach to managing your country at this point because people know better, people are more connected. Even if you disable them, people can always use VPN to go in and use them. I mean, look at China, right? A, a lot of social media, top social media platforms are not allowed in China, but people still using them uh, with VPN. And so there needs to be a little bit of change in how governments manage and govern the, the, the country. Uh, then, it, you know, um, this also means that they would need to be less strawberry about criticisms and just... I, I don't know, toughen up, bunch of strawberries. Snapchat runs up TikTok challenge. Soon we will see a ton of social media apps with different names, but offering exactly the same functions. Stories, music, chat, and whatever else will come our way. Mark my words, this is what social media is heading towards. You just have uh, Twitter with words and stories. Instagram with feed and stories and TikTok-ish thing. Twitter might launch the TikTok-ish feature. TikTok will probably launch stories. Um, Snapchat created stories, uh, copied. Now it's copying TikTok's um, the music thing. Everyone will converge, just different brands of the same name. Snapchat has bought up an app called Voicely, V-O-I-S, Voicey, V-O-I-S-E-Y which lets users create their own tracks using a range of vocal effects. It has been widely labeled as TikTok for music creation. So you record your voice. Voicey provides a range of vocal effects to enhance your sound, make you sound a little bit, little bit more like Beyonce. Then just add effects and tracks to make you sound like a professional musician. As an app that started the story and face filter revolution, it is nice to see Snapchat pushing forward with what can essentially be called voice filters yeah you heard it here first we just hope this will get people using snapchat regularly again instead of just being a content creation tool for users to share elsewhere so this is what snapchat is becoming it is not becoming a social media platform it is becoming a content creation tool snapchat has a lot of very advanced tools face filters and whatnot right and with this voicey version that they are coming up with the problem is People are creating from Snapchat, downloading them, and then reposting them elsewhere. So at the very least, maybe Snapchat can do a little bit of marketing with it, right? Like, like what TikTok is doing. At the very end of their videos, there is always this TikTok logo at the bottom right side. Snapchat can do that. Put a watermark somewhere. If you are downloading, exporting it, just put a watermark. So people can still use the content, but at least people know where they come from. Um, and of course, ultimately, we hope that Snapchat hopes that people will actually be using Snapchat for social media instead of a content creation tool because it's all about the attention, right? The more attention it is in one place, the more advertisements come in, therefore they make money. Snapchat also 
last year, uh, sorry, last week, bought a company called Voice, V-O-C-E dot A-I. I don't know how to pronounce that thing. Voice AI, which is a company that builds AI-based voice assistants for customer support service. Maybe they want to use this app to enhance voice searching in the platform, or maybe they're building their own voice assistant. There hasn't been someone who's building proper voice assistants for a while now. So voice being the future of operating systems, we do hope that this part, the competition can start to ramp up again because right now it's just um, Amazon and Google Assistant. And Google Assistant is good everywhere else. Amazon is just good at shopping. Series, what Siri? Who is Siri? YouTube will serve ads on YouTube on video. Sorry, YouTube will serve, will serve ads on videos, not in their partner program. YouTube just updated their terms of service with a key change. They will serve ads even in videos not participating in their partner program. Some of you may be asking, what is a YouTube partner program? YouTube partner program lets creators make money on the platform by allowing YouTube to serve ads. Traditionally, creators can opt out of this program and the company will not show ad to viewers. This is a preferred option for some creators who monetize through other means and want their viewers to have a better ad-free experience when watching the videos. Uh, that's not going to happen anymore. If you're a creator who opted out of YPP, YouTube Partner Program, perhaps it's time to opt in again since they're going to serve ads on your videos anyway. Might as well make some money out of it, right? Uh, go ahead and change your terms. All right, so that's all for Social Media Weekly this week. Social Media Weekly podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube, and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly, episode 25th, November 2020. My name is Sean. Stay safe. Au revoir.